Okay, there it goes. Well, good evening, my fellow travelers. Hi. Hi, Reverend Bill. Hi, Gloria. Nice to hear your voices. We started the recording. (laughs) Reverend Bill? Yes. Oh, were you speaking to me or you just said hello? I'm sorry. Just saying hello. Okay. Not just hello. hello. Say hello. Say hello. Okay. Hello. Should we all yeah. go on mute for you? Yeah. Just so get it. started. All right. Okay. Yeah. So here we are, of course, of love, where we will be in Chapter 2 in The Art of Thought, and that is the name of the chapter, The Art of Thought. It's the first treaty in the course uh, of love, through chapter two, The Art of Thought. And we are here to dialogue to our consciousness, Christ mind, bring the message to our hearts, to our knowing, to our inner spirit. So just to settle us in, almost, you know, center us. I have a few words, and if everyone would mute their phone just for now, I'd appreciate that. So, let's take a deep breath, just relax, open our hearts, open our minds, join them together in wholeheartedness, and share, share from our knowing within. And as we stand firm in our faith, that our needs are already fulfilled and we look past any appearance of lack or limitation to the truth that God is our unlimited source and supply. So if we ever feel the lack of anything, remember, remember the truth that God is our unlimited source and supply. And let him be with us, he is with us, I should say, as we come together in oneness to share the word. So, here we are, chapter 2, the very last sentence of the last chapter, which is the first instruction, he says, Again, your willingness is called upon. Be willing now to apply the art of thought to the experience of truth. So we're going to have Judy, Reverend Bill, Gloria, and myself read the first four paragraphs. Okay? So Judy, you want to start us off? Okay. The closing pages of A Course of Love instructed you to think no more. A break in time was needed for you to disengage the ego mind that produced the type of thinking that needs to come to an end. This ending is but a beginning in truth and has led you to readiness to learn the art of thought. Bill. Are you muted, Reverend Bill? Not anymore. 
<laughs> we, we identified much for you to leave behind within the pages of A Course of Love. These many things which seem so distinct and separate and which range from fear to struggle to effort to control and protection can all now be seen as the product of the thoughts of your ego mind. To experience the truth and apply to that experience, to the thoughts of ego mind, the same thoughts that we were applied to former experiences of the truth, will be to respond to love the same way again. The questions you have asked concerning how love could be the answer when it has been preached by so many for so long is answered yet here. The answer lies in your response to love. To respond is to answer. You have sought your answer everywhere, but here is where it lies. It is your give and can only be given to love from love. Will we read that? Okay. You have, you have sought your answer everywhere, but here is what it lies. The next sentence. It's your give and can only be given to love from love. Yeah. Only given, given it is received. Pass. Thus we have sought to uncover your source, to provide you with access to your heart from which all responses flow. As your heart is the source of your true self, your thoughts, once removed from those of the ego mind, are the expression and the extension of your true self. They are the answer of the created to the creator, the answer to the true self to God. Oof. Now that's a powerful paragraph. So let's look at these. Let's all just look through these four paragraphs. See what talks to you, talks to your heart, to the inner, inner, to the art of thought. You know, to me, that very first line, the closing pages of A Course of Love instructed you to think no more. And that spoke so deeply to something within because have read have read the first book and all, all the other books for so many times. And I've said it over and over again. I love the idea of not thinking of these words. It's experiencing them. And to me, that's the art of thought. Because to experience comes through a different place than the intellect. I think thought for me 
goes deeper into another sense in this human form. I don't analyze it. I feel it. I let my thoughts surround it. And then that to me, that I would come close to saying it's the art of thought. Because as it said in the rest of these paragraphs, it comes from the love within. So that very first sentence spoke to me deeply and complete. Thanks, Paula. That spoke to me just as deeply, too. And you just expressed everything that I could just possibly express. The same thing exactly. I just experienced what you were saying. I felt it. And it is an experience. It's a feeling. And in fact, I caught myself thinking the other day, and I was actually quite pleased at the fact that I caught myself. I was thinking, and it was definitely ego mind thinking. And it wasn't anything terribly negative or anything like that. It was just thinking. And I started laughing to myself and said to myself, Judy, you just caught yourself thinking. And that's not where I want to be. I want to be in a place where I am experiencing God's love. Experiencing the feeling of God's love within me. And there's no thought involved in that. And that I find particularly beautiful. But thanks again, Paula. I'm complete. Yeah, thank you, Judy. The, uh, as I read that first sentence, I, I felt like the brakes were being being put on, <laughs> gratefully. And and then the encouragement that we read in the second sentence, a break in time was needed for you to disengage the ego mind that produced the type of thinking that needs to come to an end. And uh, I hear in there, oh, goody, show me the way. Let me see this. Let me be open. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I found that, thanks, Bill, for that. I found that particularly helpful to myself as well. Whenever mm-hmm. I found myself... Um, Whenever I found myself not experiencing or feeling it, I always ask, please let me be. Let me, allow me to feel this. Allow me to experience this. Help me experience this. There's a big difference, and it's huge. And thanks for bringing up that point, Bill. Appreciate it. Mm. You know, and I, I like what he says to me in, in Three, to experience, you know, after he tells us about coming to the truth through the art of thought, to experience the truth and apply to that experience the thoughts of the ego mind, the same thoughts that were applied to former experience of the truth would be to respond to love the same way again. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The feeling, the experience. Sorry, Bill, go ahead. 
and within that that is that is my opportunity my my role in this to make that choice and catch it when that ego pops up mm-hmm. and to allow it to pass and 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 seek back for a loving mm-hmm. response a loving experience uh and God's not going to do it for me. <laughs> but God is in you. We are one with God, Bill. Remember that. <laughs> I hear what you. I, I hear what he's saying. I so do you, Paula. <laughs> perhaps that's what. Perhaps that's what we thought we he was supposed to be doing for us. And yeah, right. I've been on that road for a long, long, long time. And uh, here's our chance now. Here's our choice to make the difference. Yeah, it totally is. I just want to share again that, and this happened to me three times that I can recall this past week. And one time I actually, I, I caught myself worrying. And I said to myself out loud, oh my God, Judy, you just caught yourself worrying. And I just wanted to, shout hallelujah i mean it was just so it was so startling it was just so oh my god i re- i remembered or something happened something shifted in me where i actually recognized that i was doing something and i acknowledged out loud i mean i'm the only one i was the only one in the room and i don't care but i acknowledged it out loud that i was actually doing something that i didn't really want to be doing i caught myself doing it I acknowledged it, and I tell you what, whatever the hell I was worrying about at that point has gone. I don't even remember what it was. It's just gone. Mm-hmm. And the two other times I caught myself thinking, the same thing happened. I just caught it. I acknowledged that I caught it. I wanted to, you know, just shout hallelujah. This is great. I acknowledged it. And then I, it's like I don't even remember what I was thinking because I knew that with that acknowledgement, I know that the feeling that I want, the experience that I want is that feeling of love that comes from the God within each of us. We can all experience that love, and that's what I wanted to experience. I didn't want to experience my ego thinking anymore. I'm tired of it. So when that happened and I caught myself, to me that was just like, that was amazing. I just thought that was absolutely amazing. I mean, nobody else may. I don't care. I thought it was amazing. So that's it. I'm complete. That was great, Judy. <laughs> you know, I have to say something, too. I have been... I, I went dancing with the ego for about two or three days, dancing, stepping on his, the toes. Stepping, it, it, it's been a dance that's been driving me nuts. I, maybe that's a different way. I shouldn't say rumbling. I, it's, I've been doing something, the cha-cha. I don't know what I've been doing with this ego. <laughs> but it's been there, and it, it's been a... Uh, a roller coaster for me. I, you know, I have a situation that I've been like really looking for like answers so, so deep within, and every time I would get close to the answer and feel it was right, that's the truth. That's what I should do. It, it would like start up again, and then I go inside, switch, and like the ego's head would come up and say, Yeah, but, 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 it was like this. This back and forth, volleying, volley, you know, like a volleyball, mm-hmm. back and forth, and it, it, it all came down to having to make a decision whether to uh, um, 
what's the word I want to uh, not break I don't want to use that word um, right you could break up with you could you could break up with your ego no it, it the, the, what I was going back and forth was to end a relationship with a friend that we go back to our childhood and we had gone through this journey in so many different ways as young children, young women, young young wives, young you know uh, mm-hmm. mothers, young divorcees, young you know we've gone through a lot and over those years it there's always been something where we would at one point where we'd come together and something be said and we'd back away. And then we'd come together, and then there was a four-year hiatus at one point, and come together, and it's been like a like a volleyball, back and forth. And just a couple of months ago, yeah, prior to my sister, we had a slight altercation, I'll call it. And words were said, and who then there was emails, and, and it was like, I, I just was, felt so... I really felt, and I, I have to say, I love this woman, but the relationship has to end. It's not a, it's, it, there's, something is so wrong with it. Then the guilt comes, like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I feel the love? So this is what, you know, it's, and I'm always going from what we were talking about here, you know, from our thoughts, you know, with the love that's behind the thoughts. But it has been one hell of a time for me. Mm. I've come to the point where I feel, yes, it's our time for our journey to end. But I know, you know, we won't, our souls will meet again. And it feels right. And I don't feel badly about it. It's just the right thing to do right now. And then... I'd go right into, but maybe I should be doing more. No, maybe you should not. You know, it's like I'm, I'm saying this because I feel I'm in the company of three souls that would know exactly. I'm not, I shouldn't say, just listen to me. Just listen. Even as I'm speaking, my heart starts to pound because I feel like, it's like taking my breath away. Anyway, thank you for letting me share that. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, Paula, I am so glad that you shared that. Oh, my God. Sitting with something like that without speaking it can feel so awful. And just by speaking it, I think you'll know exactly what you need to do. You will. You absolutely yeah. will. I I understand where you're at. I've been there, too, with a couple of friends. So I understand it, and I know where you're at. And I also know that knowing you as I do, you will know exactly what to do. You will know within yourself what is the right thing for you to do. And you'll do it. And that's all there is to it. And that's all I'm going to say about it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, and thank you. Because I get to that point. I feel, yes, I know this is it. But then there's something that just 
I want to break it and I don't, but it's it's so hard. The relationship has come to a point where it's hard to work at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know I do. I don't want to be in a relationship that I have to work at. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. That I have to couch my words and be careful, don't say this. Yeah, that's and rough. It, yeah, that, that's, that's where it's at. It's, I don't think it's healthy for either one of us. And we've done this in the past. And then a birthday will come. Mm-hmm. And they'll send me a birthday card and I'll call her and say, oh, that was very sweet of you, and it starts again. Mm-hmm. And it's been like that. But this time, I, I, it's like, just let it go. It's okay. There's nothing wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. It's an end of a relationship, and it's okay. But I know our souls will meet again. I know it. Maybe not as two women. Who knows? But I know it's like just look. And yet there's a side of me that wants to reach out. <sighs> Thank you. I'm gonna not, let let's let it go. It's not. <laughs> maybe maybe my friend Gloria, maybe my friend Gloria has some wisdom to impart on me, Gloria. <laughs> Let's hear it, Gloria. Thinking about um, my willingness to recognize my who I am, I many times I I come back with the negative thoughts from the past, of course, and I start saying I surrendered to God. I surrender to God. Many times I say it until I feel so peaceful, so complete, and my thoughts, they vanish. My my feeling of, of worry or judgment, whatever is, feel uncomfortable, they disappear. And I know... <clears throat> I say, I surrender to you, God. It's only your voice, it's only your presence that is within me. No matter what I think in the past, it's gone. And for me, it's my willingness to have my present time. I hear one time, or I read one time, that says, today is a gift. That's why they call present. <laughs> and as reality, yeah, it's a present time that I I confront or I give up the mind that is not helping me, the ego mind. No, so I surrender to God. That's all. That's all yeah. is helping me. I am complete. Oh, Gloria. That's beautiful, Gloria. Thank you. Just repeating those words as you were saying, I surrender this to God. I surrender to God. felt so like I could breathe. I could take your hands off the wheel. It's in God's hand. What will be will be. Accept it. Oh, thank you, Gloria. 
I knew you'd have the right words. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank you, you Gloria, too. too. Thank you. Bala, I just I I thank you for making, bringing this up, being open as you have been about whatever is unfolding here, and I also recognize that there's a point here now to to be in the present day with what is here now, what is here at this time, and I trust that that. The moment of the experience of joy, when you're able to look back and say, what was that all about anyway? And you're filled with love, with whoever is with you, whoever is in that situation with you now and at that point in the future. Um, and we'll be around. We'll be around to hear, hear of the realization, the gift, the insight, the, the inspiration that has come through for you through this. And I trust that we will be or we won't be, but whatever the case, we know there's joy in it. There's awakening, Thank you. isn't there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks. I, wanted, I heard somebody come in. I'd like to welcome them, whoever joined us, if you'd like to announce that you're with us. Oh, this is Steve. I got on and I just realized... I got to get off. <laughs> oh. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll try to get back on. I have some. I have to go outside. Okay, Steve. All right. Bye bye. We're here. Bye. See you, Steve. Yeah. Somewhere in this paragraph in three, there's an answer for me. The answer lies in your response to love. Respond mm-hmm. is to answer. You have sought your answer everywhere, but where it is, it where, but here is where it lies. It is yours to give, and can only be given to love from love. Only in giving is it received. There it is. Mm -hmm. Right there. Mm -hmm. As your heart is the source of your true self, your thoughts, once removed from those of the ego mind, are the expression and extension of your true self. They are the answer the created to the creator, the answer to the true self to God. And that's basically sums up what Gloria said. Mm. I give it up to you, God. Yeah. And that's, yeah, wow. Oh, like this, oof, my, my whole chest, like I could feel myself lightening up. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's funny. I'm just reading thoughts that were guarded by the ego mind were in need of being set free. You just did that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when we do open up ourselves to God, we get our answers in every way. You know, whether it's through a reading, through a song, through anything, a poem, yep. a sign on a billboard. <laughs> I've always said that. <laughs> you know, yep. a truck with their motto or something. I've always said, when, and, and that's basically what Glory's saying when. We ask, we always get the answer. It comes. Always. It always comes. Yeah, it always comes. That's funny. I've always been the same way, too. Mm. Yeah. The, they are the answer of the created to the creator. The answer to the self and to God, to the oneness of us. Oh. <sighs> oh. Pretty powerful words, these first few paragraphs, huh? Yeah, there's a lot in them, isn't there? Yeah. The sense of it is the ones that follow are just as powerful, just as beautiful. Oh, that's why we, yeah, just hope. (laughs) Yep, so let's go on. So we'll start from the top again. Judy, you want to do five? Sure. Thoughts that were guarded by the ego mind were in need of being set free. Appealing to your heart was the means or cause of this freedom being accomplished in you. What was spoken of within a course of love as unlearning has begun and continues here. What was spoken of within a course of love as new learning has begun and continues here as well. The difference is that you are now ready to learn a new means of response to this unlearning and learning. That response is the art of thought. The so-called thinking of the ego mind was so tyrannical that its use throughout your lifetime deadened many of your feelings. It led you so far from the truth that you no longer trusted it. It confused the smallest issues to such a degree that it left you unable to respond purely to anything. The so-called thinking of the ego mind could be likened to chit-chat, background noise, static. So little meaning did it have that all meaning became muddled. You, you only recourse to the situation and the path was focused. You just apply your thoughts to learning subjects of a specific nature. Through this focus, you believe you accomplished much. You congratulate yourself on having 
the discipline required to train your mind to focus and to learn, or shame yourself when you were unable to do so. To those most skills in this training of the ego mind, worldly rewards, rewards have long been given. These people attain degrees and skills and then further apply the discipline that they have learned by using their skills and knowledge and the world for even greater rewards. These rewards have further emphasized the importance of such focused thoughts and has further entrenched the ego mind to think that you could learn the truth of who you are through this same means was the fallacy that early teaching of a course of love sought to dispel past. But again, as was stated often throughout a course of love, an alternative exists. It did not exist when you knew not of it, and so your attempts at learning have been valent and are no cause for anxiety. But now this alternative is being revealed to you, and it does call for a change of thought so so extensive that all thought as you once knew it does need to cease. Wow. Hmm. Are we ready for a bumpy ride? We're <laughs> <laughs> ah, changed so extensive. Yeah, I'm so ready. I, I appreciate in that first paragraph the continuous referring to response as as the the action or the activity. And for me, that, that response is rather than my figuring it out, instead receiving what is the truth and being able to respond from that truth, respond in that way, in that manner. That uh, just, to, and, and this has become so clear because we've heard it so, I've heard it so often through a course of love. We're no longer called to think, but instead we're to respond, respond to what we have received. That that is that which is coming from our heart, from love, from our truth, from our mm-hmm. oneness. Um, <laughs> so, and he's in. Clearly, he's saying there that that response that we have coming from our heart is our expressing, our yeah, extending the art of thought. In effect, saying the, the loving truth within us, within me. Thanks. I'm complete. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, But you know, he's so so no not you know. He's telling us 
you know, in this paragraph, that he truly understands how what with the ego mind, you know, he says it was tyrannical and it's used throughout your lifetime, deadening many of your feelings. And he knows, you know, the chit-chat, the ego, and, you know, and he knows it. And he's laying it out in every sentence, and it's like you can relate to every sentence here. You congratulated yourself on having the discipline required to change your mind to focus and to learn. He's not chiding us. He's just telling us. And these rewards have further emphasized the importance of such focused thoughts. And now he's telling us, now we have an alternative is being revealed to you and chains of thought so extensive that all thought as you once knew it does need to cease. Every paragraph, he, he hit the buttons. He is right on mark. The attaining degrees and skills and further applying the discipline. The world, for, you know, what we needed for the rewards in this world. And now he's saying, I'm turning you around. These rewards, yeah. To think you could have learned the truth of who you are through these same means was the fallacy that the early teachings, of course, of us sought to dispel. But now we're going to go into the accelerated course of study. <laughs> we're graduating. <laughs> I wonder if I'm the only one that thinks how huge this is, a change of thought so extensive, so extensive, Mm -hmm. that all thought, as as we once knew it, does Mm -hmm. need to cease. That's huge. uh, Yeah, that's the line. That's the... uh, That's huge. Cherry on the cake. (laughs) Yeah, and, and to me, what that means is that what he said earlier, what was said earlier is that appealing to our heart is the means or cause of this freedom being accomplished in us. And that's where, that's where we go to learn a new means of response. I mean, this, this is all part of the unlearning and learning. Unlearning the old ways of thinking and learning the new ways of thinking which don't come from our ego mind but come straight from our heart. That is huge. I mean, I don't know about the best of you, but I sure wasn't raised that way. <laughs> you know, I was completely different. I was raised to, you know, think with the ego mind that everything exists outside of me. So, you know, this is just, this. it's, wow, I'm in, huge. Yep. I'm just getting that, like really, really, like it's settling inside of me. Just how big that really is. None of my old ways are going to work anymore. None of them. None. I have to admit, I'm a slow learner. I've read this book yeah. about five, five times. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's different. I mean, I, I have read, read through the, um, the original, well, the first book, Course of Love. I've read through it many, many times as well. Yeah. And I've read through the treaties many, many times. It's different when I, instead of reading it, it's different. This is different. It's it's not like I'm reading it anymore. It's like I'm getting it. Or there's a receptiveness inside of me that, 
that is letting me know that the old ways are done and gone. That's it. They're done and they're gone. And any time I think that I can get away with using any of my old, I don't know, ways and means of thinking and talking and being in the world and come into this new state of beingness, you know, I better give my head a good strong shake because that's not going to work. I, this is like really different. This is really different. This all comes from my heart, right from my heart. And I guess that, all, I, and I got to confess that I have spent a lot of time recently in the last couple of months especially really trying to sit in my heart center. And it's not easy. I have not found it easy. I have not. I have found that there's just so many distractions that it's like my ego mind telling me, well, you've got this to do and you've got that to do and oh my, couldn't you do this and wouldn't you love to do that and so on and so forth. Distractions out the wazoo. And so being able to just sit in my heart center and feel love hasn't been a priority, although it, lately it's coming around to being more of a priority than it ever has been. I'm just stating, for me, it's been tough. It's not been, it's not been an easy, it's been a joyful challenge, but <laughs> the key word for me here is it's really been a challenge. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. So thanks, yeah. Uncle Pleat. Yeah, I can relate to a lot what you said, Judy, but you know, and you know, even though, like I said, you know, I'm a slow learner, but I know that it, it it is somewhat easier when I think back of my my progress or my journey. I like where I am now, even though I have those moments, like you said, you know, where mm-hmm. I I I waffle or I fall back into the old, but I can come into the new a lot easier. You know, mm-hmm. and I I don't feel yeah. Well, but I have my moments. But it it is great that I we I know I feel I'm so I am so thrilled that this work came into my life. Oh yeah. Uh, this is Gloria. I. I find myself um, surrounded to God, my feelings, my thoughts, um, in a different state, and I suppress myself. Um, It's been a lot of rain in this area, which is unusual for California, uh, especially the area that we live. So in front of the house is a is a lawn, and a lot of the worms they are living in the in that area. They come out. I mean, it's a simple thing that I never thought. I see them on the cement, those worms, and I don't. In the past, I don't touch them. I feel funny to touch them with my hand. Well, today, I feel sorry for them. I feel love for them. And I touch it with my fingers. And I was surprised. And I talked to them, you, you're okay. Let me put you back in the ground. And you will be okay. You will not die. And I, I'm thinking, 
what happened to me? That in the past I, I feel funny to touch him, and today I took them back in the in the grass, and then yesterday I went out to see my garden. I I put some onions and whatever, and it, it was a lizard. I'm not afraid of them. I can touch it. But it was a lizard that couldn't, it was frozen or uh, danger and dangerous. I don't know. I took it and I started rubbing her head and I started blessing her. You're okay. You are a creature of God. I love you. I bless you. And I give a warm touch from my whole hand. And suddenly, the little thing move and move and run, run away. Oh, I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Those things to me or for anybody maybe say, oh, this is silly. To me was something, something in me, the care, the care for those little things. So... I don't know. It's just part of it. What I'm learning, I suppose, and applying to my thoughts. I'm complete. Thank you that for was listening. Absolutely. Oh, that was good. You know what? What? What do we know? God is in everything. God is, and we're mm-hmm. one with everything. And those mm-hmm. the worms, the lizards. They're all God. They're all love. And that's what you felt, the love. God loves everything. And God is in everything. Nature, animals, everything. I I, I have this relationship. I have these four plants. And every night I touch each one of them. I feel connected. I talk to them. Tell them to have a good night. And in the morning I wake up and I go to each one of them. And I talk to them with love and tell them how beautiful they are and thank you. And I say, it's cold out today. I talk to them. It's like it, it's, it's all one. We're all one with everything. Nature, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to add my little story, too. Thank you, girls, both of you, for that. Um, in in uh, in my bathroom, in the ensuite, I have a, um, what's it called, a, a skylight. Thank you. It's called a skylight. And it opens. And what happens is that usually uh, spiders will collect in there. And sometimes, you know, they'll crawl underneath the, um, the frame and they'll come down into the bathroom. I always welcome them. <laughs> and I talk to them. And you know what? They understand. When I say something to them, they absolutely understand. For, for instance, I will, I will suggest that one of them kind of move over off the counter, and, you know, you're fine on the walls, you're fine on the ceilings, and that's fine, but please stay off the counter. And that spider will never come back on the counter again. They are so intelligent. <laughs> they are so damned intelligent. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I mean, <laughs> this is my house, you know, <laughs> and I have some rules here, and you're welcome to live here. But here are the house rules. And these 
understand little things. Oh, my God, they understand. And it just blows me away every time. <laughs> and we've been, we've been here almost 20 years now, and this has been going on pretty much since we moved into this house. And I'll tell you what, they are the sweetest little creatures. And, you know, not everybody loves spiders, but I no. happen to. Yeah, they don't bother me. And they don't bother me. I don't bother them. I just talk to them. And they are so responsive. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> they really are intelligent little things. So I don't know. Maybe you think I'm nuts. You know, maybe Gloria and I are both crazy. Who knows? <laughs> no, you're not. Think of St. You know, Francis. St. Francis loved the animals. <laughs> they don't follow so, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have a right to be here just as we do. They are life. <laughs> you know, God is in everything. You know, yes, absolutely. Too, like, I have these little, we call them drain flies, these little black flies that they fly. And I tell them, please, just, just go away. Just, I don't want you, you know, in my face. Just go away. You go to your side of the room. I'll stay. I'm, I talk to them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do, too. Yeah, a couple of years back, we had a bumblebee in, in our camper. And this poor little thing was trying to find its way out the window. And I just looked at it and I said, you want to go out? Trust me, I will take you out. I will not harm you. And I went up to him and I gently removed him from the window and took him all the way outside and he just flew away. Oh. Didn't fight me. Yeah, nothing. It's just like, they understand. They do. They understand these little creatures. They understand. They're intelligent. They're God's creatures. Yes. So that little lizard and those little, that little worm, oh my God. <laughs> you reached them. You've reached them. <laughs> and, if, and if you're crazy, then I am too. <laughs> and I am too. <laughs> yeah, so we're all nuts, okay. <laughs> but I don't think we are. I think we just plainly understand that God is in everything. And there's nothing to fear ever. Yeah. A couple of items that have come up for me in the, the course of this discussion. Um, First one is, as we are reading 2.6 and as you're uh, sharing on that, Paula, I found myself looking at it's drawn on the imagination of a child being born or being brought into this world in the space of being able to make the distinction between his separated thinking and his loving thoughts, and how how might that be possible from the most loving of a family, mother and father and the others involved, that are there to just empower them to recognize that they have some sort of fearful thought or some sort of separated thought, and that they're able to look at that but then they're also able to realize how safe they are or in, in whatever may, way it may occur and to realize that they have that choice in what story they're going to tell themselves about a given day, a given incident, a choice of being uh, overwhelmed in fear by the by whatever may occur um, and an uh, idea about being able to see beyond that. Imagine a child being raised in that state, and that, that means that, that opportunity. 
that just I wasn't dwelling on that until it just seemed to come up as we were speaking through this about recognizing the choice that we now are more attuned to in our way of operating in this world than are in this or excuse me in this way of being so uh that was one item and then the other item as we were talking about the um the different different relationships we may have with insects uh i got on a tear a couple weeks ago about recognizing that blade of grass is god's will being expressed has nothing you know whatever that means to just recognize and honor each blade of grass is an expression or is a is having its choice or through whatever free will is a play in there that that enables them enables that blade of grass to be where it is to live where it is and to go forward where it is this is all of god's creation how inclusive it all is and we gratefully get to dabble with this and explore and discover what what enables us to ultimately know i am god i am one in god i am the divine expression of god so there were two items that were coming up for me during this recent discussion well hearing mm. all the other sharing other ideas thanks yeah. i'm complete wow you know yeah thank you Reverend bill <laughs> i find when i look at trees and said it so often from my window i look into what i call my little forest and there's all varieties of trees in there, not one type, all kinds. And I look at that, and I see humanity, all of them, their branches intertwined, particularly, you know, in, in, in the summer when they're all in bloom and the different shades of green, the different sh- uh, shapes of the leaves, the coloring, the bark, one has a thicker bark, one has thin, one is straight, one is crooked, and they're all there in this, uh, I don't know, it's like life. And within that life, in those trees, when they shed the leaves, I see squirrels, I see the birds, it's all life commingling the oneness the expression of love that's us with all our different shapes and colors and different types the looks the appearance it's all around us and that's god it's god and i marvel at it and then in the all the different colors and in winter when 
This one tree bent over and the other tree was like holding it up. And I prayed over that tree. You have the strength. You can straighten up. You can straighten up. The snow was so heavy, it bent over. And every day when the snow was, it was starting to stand, to come up, it's straight now, but yet a little crooked on the top. But it's beautiful in its simplicity and its strength. And that's life. That's God. I marvel at it. I marvel at it. Whether it's animals, birds, trees, rain, snow. Those of us. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Thinking, um, thinking the way you're talking about the nature, um, us, as form, as human, the power that we have, and we use probably 10% of our power without knowing that God is within us, moving through us. And I'm, I'm wondering, I'm so grateful to recognize who I am and, and some of the power that we don't know, I don't know, is, is to express, to express love. But <laughs> something happened um, the other day. Uh, we came back from dinner and, and Bill said, I had to pick up the trash that is in the curb that day the trash people came and empty our cans. Anyway, when he told me, I'm, I'll be right back, I thought, oh, I hear he's going to fall. And I came inside the house, and I thought, what did I think about that? Huh, it was silly. Anyway, I, I forgot, and I didn't say anything, but few minutes later, he came back, and he said, you know what? I said, what? I fell. <laughs> you fell? <laughs> and this is what yeah. I thought. Oh, my gosh. And I thought, did I give this power to him? No. No. It came to me, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> now we are, we are saying... Every time you sing something like this, <laughs> you better tell me. One of the powers. Yeah. Power. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. I'm we complete. No, it's uh, we don't realize the power we have within us. Yes, we do. You know, it, it comes in little like that, something like that. Or, you know, it's like a thought. Today I was looked up at the clock and I said, my son, one of my sons called me on a Wednesday evening when I was on the way home from work. And I said, oh, I'm waiting. Where's my son? 
And all of a sudden the phone rang. <laughs> as soon as I said that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, the, it's that the oneness of us. You know, because we all are one with God and we feel. You know, like somebody will come into your mind all of a sudden and the phone will ring or something. Yeah. And so I was just thinking about you. Yeah. And she said, and they'll say, yeah, I was just thinking about you. It's amazing. We have no clue. I know I don't. Well, we're getting it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're getting it. We're getting to understand the power that we do absolutely possess. I mean, mean, in the Course in Miracles, the power of our thoughts, he tells us we have no private thoughts. If I'm in a negative... If I'm sending out negative vibes, I'm sharing that with all my brothers and sisters. But when we're in love, we're sending out love. Yes. I'm sending out God's thoughts, the love. That's what he tells us. Be aware of the power you hold within your mind, with your thoughts. Yeah. Which brings me back to the art of thought, mm-hmm. which is love which is love, which yeah. is the expression of love, the expression of our true self. That's mm-hmm. where we come from. That's our source. It's not our ego thinking mind that we have learned from outside sources. It's all about receiving from our inner senses, our inner mind, the God within or whatever it is within us without labeling it um, there's an energy within us that speaks to us and tells us things like, oh, Bill's going to fall uh, or my son's going to call. That's the energy that we have within us. And all we have to do is recognize it, be open. If my mind is filled with ego thinking, I'm not going to be able to recognize an inner message when I get it. So that's why for me, the, the art of thought is an incredible place to be. Just feeling the feelings of love and knowing that everything is going to be filtered through that love. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing just to extend. Just let it go, let it go, let it go. Yeah. Awesome that's stuff. Yeah. Thank you for that, Judy. So true. This yeah. is what he's saying. That's the art of true thought. As your heart is the source of your true self, your thoughts, once removed from those of the evil mind, are the expression and extension of your true self. They are the answer that created to the creator, the answer to the self to God. That's the answer. That's the power of the created, which we are, to the creator, from us to God. You said it. You summed it up. Yeah. Mm. And it comes from your heart. It's the source of your true self. Well, I'm practicing. <laughs> no, we're all practicing. <laughs> Every moment is an opportunity to practice. Oh, I know. I know. That's why I was so thrilled this week when I had like three really conks upside the head that, as I remember, I remember, I was so thrilled. 
Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm car- getting carried away with this. <laughs> oh, you know, I love all this mighty group. You know, I there might too. be only four of us, but I really appreciate each one of you. Yeah. Oh, I do too. We may be small, but my God, we are powerful. These are vibrations of love that we experience, especially on this call, go out. These vibrations go out and they will encompass the globe and, and further on, they, they will go out to the universe They're like little ripples, like little stones that we throw into a pool of love, little stones of love that we throw into a pool and the ripples just go forever. They're just, it's, just, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing. And I am absolutely grateful for each and every one of you. Did somebody join us? Did somebody join no. us a while ago? We we yes. heard a ding. Uh, yes, Steve came in, and I, then I do. Steve, this was, yeah, this another, was after I Steve. I didn't hear another ding. When yeah, I was I talking. Really? Well, yeah, there, there, when there. I was talking. Yeah. Well, maybe they anyway. want to announce that they're here listening and joining in our, in our art of thought. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's always with us. Jesus is always with us. He, if he comes in, he comes in with a big gong. <laughs> sneak in. Jesus too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Jesus, Mother Mary, well, it's all God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Christ. Thank you, Miguel. Who knows? Yeah, I, I miss uh, Miguel. A brief note. Um, this next week, uh, my daughter and my grandsons are joining us for the week. So oh, we will not be, we won't be on this call Wednesday night. So it's up to okay. the two of you to make to make it so. <laughs> I think we can handle it. No pressure. <laughs> hey, that's great. That's, I'm so happy for you, Reverend Bill. Oh, that's, that's lovely. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Those are precious moments when the family and the grandchildren come. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> they are two loving kids. Yep. Uh, How old? One is a, well. One is eighteen. He mm-hmm. is graduating from high school in May, yeah. um, and he uh, he's up here in up there in the the rugged hills just outside of Durango, Colorado, mm-hmm. and. And, and over the last year, he's had this vision of when he finishes high school that he's going to plan on spending a year out in the wilderness by himself. Wow. Good for him. And, and he'd been talking about that for some time. Um, and part of that intent there was a qualification for him to, to apply for the Marines. Oh, um, wow. And instead now he's uh, 
He's looking at staying with the conservation program that he's been working on for a couple of years, and the uh, he's now do, going to do that this next summer, and is looking at enlisting in the army uh, mm-hmm. along the way. He he, yeah. he when he was younger, he wanted to be he wanted to be a a um, pirate chaser. Uh, a pirate you know, chaser. That's right. Seriously, you know, going oh, after pirates. Great The other one. The other one is a more of a challenge, but more of a work of art. I would say. Is he younger? Is he younger or older? He's younger. He's younger. Two years oh. younger, and oh. he's very—he's very much like me. That in high school he ended up being booted out of regular high school, and he's going to a special high school, and he's <laughs> just really enjoying it and doing well there in the, the way that they're they're teaching there. But um, I—I I, in line with that, you know, the discussion that I was sharing a few moments ago. I'm looking at. Uh, while Brooke is here, having a talk with her, because I, I've watched her at times just be completely free-willing for, with, with the younger one, Nicholas, in particular. Mm-hmm. Free-willing and just letting him go, no matter how out of, the, out of society or out of the norm or out of expectations it would be, if she would allow him to go that route. And um, she herself... Uh, is going through a similar transformation that I did, though not so much directed towards her spirituality, but in the last three to four years now, she has developed a a personal coach practice where she's putting on seminars. She's done a lot of training with Martha Beck. I don't know if you know the name or not, but um, uh, and and her her personal coaching is directed primarily to to authors to people writing or desiring to write. She has uh, like five or six uh, children's books that she's written over the the recent years. Wow! Um, so, and it's just it's wonderful to just watch this unfolding for her. It's not unlike me unfolding as I did at age forty. Um, uh, in terms of this awakening journey, so I, I, I I'm looking forward to talking with her more about guidelines and and license and what have you, and just just the the means of of just being able to lovingly let Nicholas just explode and go go whatever direction yeah. he's in, and yeah, then be responsible. Yeah. See what's yeah. how that's been unfolding for him. So anyway. No, that's great. Yeah. Wow. Well, so, we have a week yeah. a week with them. Wow. That's nice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Gloria, how's your son doing? Um <clears throat> he was he has a COVID in December. We didn't see him. Um his wife got it. She's a nurse. So he has 
he has asthma all his life, so it was uh, very tough for him to to deal with COVID. He was in the hospital. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Um, so, but now he has an appointment with a pulmonary doctor. Um, it's kind of far away from where he is, so I offer him, and he do, he's not driving right now, so I offer him to pick him up and take him to L.A. for for that um, appointment, doctor's appointment, because his wife is <clears throat> is working and yeah. he doesn't have time. To, yeah. So, but my my thoughts are different that in the past. Every time I think about him, I see him in light and follow him in light and and mm-hmm. see him the way in the past he was. Very happy kid, very uh, successful in his career and and um, it's what I'm I'm doing it. I have to I have to recognize that God is in him too. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, is, and he, that is really right now, you know. Yeah. You know, Gloria, it's like accepting his journey. You know, he's yeah. on his journey. Like we might see, you know, within our loved ones or people we know, what could be a, society looks at them differently or sees them. But that's their journey. And, you know, it, yeah. and it's fine. And that's fine. And you, you're there to support it. I mean, and that's what Reverend Bill was talking about, his daughter with her youngest son. They're on their journey. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you know, you have to stand back and trust that what is unfolding is just the way it's supposed to. And mm-hmm. no matter what it appears to be in our eyes. You know, I've done that with my youngest sister who I have responsibility because she has certain, you know, Defects, I don't even want to call them defects. She's lacking, and I've I been through a lot with her, but I had to stand back for a lot many times and say, I have to respect her journey. She's going to make, her soul will make the choices it needs for its growth, as we all do for ourselves in our own journeys. Mm-hmm. And when you see the young ones or our children, it's hard, you know, because as a parent, you want to direct and protect and advise. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, but they're going to do it the way they're supposed to do it, and you, it's in yep. God's hands. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every yeah. single day. Yep. That's very true, <laughs> Pamela. Thank you. Yeah. Very true. So, mm-hmm. I yeah. love you, my friends. I think I'm going to say good night. Good night, sweetheart. Group. God bless you, all of you. Enjoy. Enjoy. We're God gonna, bless all of missed. us. Yeah, you're going to be missed next week, Reverend Bill and Gloria. And Gloria, be missed. yes. You will be but missed. But you enjoy. You enjoy. Absolutely. Okay. We will have a lot of stories to say. To tell. Oh, good. We oh, goody. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Take care now. Love okay, you all. Okay, everybody. Bye. I love you all. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.